Welcome back to Behind the Business Curtain. I am your host, Ryan Hansen, and today we get into a fun interview with one of the founders of a company called Build Online, who happens to be my employer. So this is going to be a good one. Ryan, I look forward to talking to you about this. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you today? Good. Can we just address the elephant in the room? The fact that we have like almost the exact same name. I'm Ryan and Hayden. You're Ryan Hansen. It's Ryan really H just doesn't fly in the chats because both of us want to answer. Usually I'm like, I can tell when the question isn't for me because it's more intelligent than I can answer. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> that's must not be for me. So here we are. Don't sell, you, don't sell yourself short, man. <laughs> So I'm excited to get into this because um, we kind of came up with this podcast idea together. You called me and said, hey, you know what would be really cool for you to learn the industry and get to know the people that we should be learning from, start a podcast where you get to go behind the business curtain with the industries that we want to work with as build online. So first off, good idea. This is going to be fun. Thank you. Um, and second, let, why don't you just give me like a, well, here, let's start from the beginning. Uh, what is build online? Can you, can you give us the rundown for that? Yeah. Uh, build online is a product shop. We build digital software, uh, custom software for, uh, entrepreneurs and for existing businesses. Uh, we can build any kind of custom software that you want within reason, um, web-based software, desktop apps, mobile apps. Um, and uh, yeah, we've been doing it for a while and uh, got a great, awesome team and uh, killer designers and project managers and lots of great devs. And um, yeah, so that's Build Online. I dig it. Thank you. Uh, why don't we talk about where you were at right before Build Online happened? So let's let's talk about how the business came about. Yeah, so I had started a agency years ago that was a failure. I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know enough about development. I didn't know enough about project management, how to charge for our work. And uh, so basically folded and uh, I went to work as a freelance web developer and um, eventually met some other people and was managing some other people and uh we decided uh, that we wanted to go in and start an agency with what we've learned in the past and give it another go. And uh, it has been insanely, it's been insane since day one. It's just been way beyond my, my dreams of how fast it's grown and uh, how awesome our team is. We've just, we've gone from three people at the beginning to, I think we're at something yeah. like 21 or 22 now. Um, and it's, it's just wild. So that is fantastic. And it's fantastic to be part of that. And, and I look forward to the growth that we're going to see. Um, why don't you tell me something that caught you off guard when you first started the business? What is, what's one of the challenges that other business owners are going to face and maybe they can learn from you? Yeah. Um, I think what caught me off guard, um, when we first got started, I think the, the biggest early lesson, this is the reason the first time I tried to, to launch an agency that it failed, was 
this sounds terrible. We just didn't charge enough. I mean, okay. it was really that simple. That was it. Like, um, I had this mentality that, you know, I was doing my customers a service by keeping the cost as low as possible. And I was really almost insane about it, how low I tried to keep the cost. Mm. And of course, there was no profit margin and I wasn't paying myself anything, hardly at all. And um, a friend of mine one time said this sentence, I don't know where he read it, but he said, you have to charge enough to keep your promises. And reframing it in raising our prices is actually a service for our customers was the thing that sort of was like the light bulb moment for me that made this second time that we went and, and started a, an agency yeah. work uh, because our customers need us to be around and our customers need us to be able to hire the best people. And they're willing most of the time willing to pay for that. And uh, so that was a, that was something that really caught me off guard. And I meet business people all the time that fall into the same trap. I was talking to somebody just this morning and uh, about his business. And I said, dude, you're not charging enough money. You need to, you need to raise your prices. You're, you're not going to be around for much longer if you don't. So I, I totally understand that. And I could see uh, many people struggling with that um, in multiple industries. So um, that's good advice. So charge enough to keep your customers happy. So Ryan, why don't you explain to us what the process is? If I am a customer and I have a good idea or I know that I need software to optimize my company or something like that, but I've never built software before, what happens when they come knocking on the door and ultimately getting onto my calendar to flesh that idea out? Walk us through that process uh, from the customer's viewpoint. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. It happens every single time. Um we have a conversation with a customer and they ask us, how much will this app cost? Of course. And it's the same question. And it's a, it's a great question. It's a natural question. And we always tell them that we cannot know. There's no way for us to know how much your app costs without doing what we call a discovery meeting. And uh, it's like if you were to go to a home builder, a custom home builder, and be like, hey, can you build me a house for $100,000? They'd be like, yeah, sure. Uh, and you're probably going to get like one of those tiny houses, you know, maybe not even much of one today with yeah. lumber prices like they are. Um, without having a blueprint, it's impossible to have any kind of a guess at how much uh, the, the project is going to cost. And so our discovery meeting is our way of getting that blueprint. And so what we do is we book a meeting, like a whole day meeting. We fly to wherever our clients are and we spend the day uh, without phones on, without computers on, going through a bunch of exercises that were developed at Google Ventures. Right. Uh, they're these design thinking exercises that really help us understand uh, what the goal of the app is, uh, who the users of the app are, and the flow uh, from for the user standpoint. Every step that has to be taken from start to finish and what order and what are the dependencies and and then we, you know, do some prototyping and try to kind of zero in on certain steps. And we come out of that meeting with just a ton of information, a much clearer picture about what your app needs to be. And then, or, or the client's app needs to be. 
And then we go back home uh, to our offices and we come up with wireframes and we write a bunch of user stories for the application. And right. We have our uh, lead developers uh, do something called playing poker where they each estimate all the user stories without knowing what the other one says. And then we reveal them at the same time and come to a, to an agreement and basically come up with a range, you know, small to large range of how much we think your app will cost. Okay. So we can give you some kind of an estimate, the, the client's app rather. I keep talking like I'm talking to a, to a client. That's here. all good. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, uh, and then after that, if they want to go with us, uh, we start designing the application, you know, that takes three to four weeks. And uh, if they want to develop, um, then we start developing the application um, using our teams to, to, to do it up. We try to get from main idea to finished product in three to four months. So Perfect. that is the And that would be a process. minimum viable product that they can start using, right? Right. Yes, that is a minimal. That would be an MVP, minimum viable product for right. our users. So our goal is to get from start to finish in, in three to four months. And in reality, we usually end up continuing to work with those clients, helping them. Um, and we have different contracts and different ways that we approach that. So that is Yeah, we, for the ongoing service. Because software is yeah. a living, breathing organism. Well, it's not breathing, but it's a living organism that right. you can't just set it and forget it. So um, what are some of the things that I would need to know if I were to have software built for my website, say, on on a more ongoing thing so that would be i might want to add features that's something that we do at build online yeah yeah i mean we can add just about anything um on the web i mean we've made applications web applications that like take an interview video and break it up into small pieces and you can edit the video via the transcript and We've done whole booking flow applications for, for different, we've done, at this point, we have done so many different things on the web that I'm very confident that if you have an idea for a feature that our team can de- get it done and get it done quickly. Um, as far as what you would need to know, you just need to know that um, it, it takes a whole team of people. Yeah. Like if you were to try to hire, let's, let's say we go the other way with it, Ryan. Right. And you're a business owner and you're like, I want to add this major feature to our website. Maybe you own, say, an auto parts company and you're like, I want people to be able to order auto parts on our store and it tie in with our inventory. So you start hiring people. And what you would find out is like, you can't just go and hire developers. Like you have to hire front end developers, back end developers, DevOps people to manage servers. You have to hire, uh, you have to hire UI and UX designers, user interface, user experience designers. You have right. to hire QA people. You have to hire project managers. There's a whole flow. And so it's very hard to hire these people right now. You talk about the chip shortage going on in the United States. The chip shortage is nothing compared to the developer shortage going on in the United States. And so like each one of those people would be hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, $100,000 plus probably for each of those roles. Um, so you're looking at, you know, if you wanted to do something, you're looking at like a million dollars just in annual salaries, benefits. And then you get a fire, if you were to fire people, it's a hassle. Training people is a hassle. Right. If you were to hire us, it's like, okay, uh, we can start 
you know, right away. And we have the entire team and we're used to working together. There's no training. If you don't like us, you can let us go. Just give us like a two week notice so we can wrap things up for you and, yeah. and let us go. You get, just get a bill for your work every, every couple weeks and only the people that you need. So you're not, you know, our, our QA people are not going to be sending you a bill if they're not working on your project at that time. So it just makes a lot of sense uh, for, for companies to hire us uh, to do their work. It does. I dig it. Yeah, the right person for the task at hand is going to be in the driver's seat when you need them to be instead of having a couple guys sitting around waiting for something to do. I like it. I I feel that was like a presidential debate answer to your question. I don't even <laughs> know that I answered your question. I just like gave my sales pitch for our company there. So that, it's perfect. That's what that's what this yeah. uh, show is for to highlight the business owner. And this just happens to be self serving for me. So uh, I dig yeah. it. Um, okay, so let's take a peek behind the curtain. Um, what is uh, like a current growth issue or barrier that you're wrestling with as the as the owner? What are what are things that you're trying to overcome that um, perhaps you can brainstorm solutions or yeah. hear feedback yeah. from listeners? Yeah. yeah. So like we built an amazing business from I mean, we started in two years. We've gone from three guys to 21 guys. We've got tons of work coming in. It, it just blows my mind. We just built a, a, I don't even know that you've seen this yet, Ryan, but our headquarters is awesome we just you know finished our our main offices and they're so cool looking that's great. um we are you know we it's it's been amazing but it's all been word of mouth a hundred percent word of mouth uh so far um people that i know people that other people that work for us know uh referrals from clients a hundred percent of our business has come that way and we are wanting to make it more consistent. You know, you can't always count on word of mouth. And so the biggest challenge that we're facing right now is what do we need to do in the long term to get consistent leads so that we have a constant inflow of work? And how do we best serve our clients long term instead of short term? And so those are the those are probably as a business owner, that's the biggest challenge I've been trying to figure out this whole year. Got it. So and hopefully I get to be part of that solution. So yeah, I look forward yeah. to that. Um, okay, so if there's one thing that you'd like our listeners to do or uh, take away from the interview, what do you think that is? Um, I would say this. If you are hiring people, even if it's not us, if you're hiring people to do software development, and you're going to hire an agency or you're going to hire a freelancer to do a website or whatever, I would say do not go down the project-based billing for, for this particular kind of work. Mm. Do not go down the project-based billing path because the thing that we've heard most, and then when we first started our company, this is what we heard, was like we heard talk to these people and they maybe had worked with a, an agency before and they've been burned. And they always said, I gave them a big check up front and we sort of settled on what we were going to make and then they disappeared and I, I never heard from them again. And, you know, or I, I, I need to make changes because, you know, reality changes all the time. I need to make changes, you know, halfway through the project. And every time we did, they would jack up the, the price of the contract. Yep. And it just creates this adversarial. And 
software development is such a collaborative process. You, the, the project-based building thing just sets up an adversarial relationship from day one where it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to get the most out of this and everything's going to be a contract negotiation. We decided early on that we wanted to do it differently. We wanted to be treated more like an employee for our clients and that our differentiator was going to be just how much we communicate, how how we over communicate with our clients. So everybody gets assigned a top notch project manager and gets talked to all the time. I guess what I'd say is if you're going to hire people to do the sort of stuff that we do, um, make sure that they're communicating with you constantly and don't get sucked into, hey, you know, pay me $60,000 now and $60,000 when it's done or pay me all of it now because it's just human nature. Those people are going to, the, the closer to done you get, the less contact you're going to get from those people. Yeah, the less incentive so, they have to over-deliver. So I love that. Right. I love that. So thank you. Seek, seek transparency with your dev team. I like yeah. it. So how do people get a hold of you or find you on social? What's what's the yeah, best way so, for them to connect? <laughs> um, you can get a hold of our company, Build Online, at buildonline.io. Um, and uh, there's a big button right at the top and right in the header that says book a free call. And uh, when you do that, Ryan Hansen will be the one here to call you, that guy. So uh, you'll, you'll actually be on the phone with him and uh, he'll give you you know, an honest opinion of your app idea or your software idea, um, whether we can help it. You know, there'll be cases where we'll tell people, hey, we don't think that's a great idea. We think you'll just end up losing money and walk away from the project. Or we think you'd be much better served if you just used, you know, Squarespace or something like that and did a, yeah. did a quick website. Um, but if it's something that we would be in a legitimate help with, then we would we'll jump on a call and schedule yeah. a meeting and see if we you want to do a discovery and, and go from there. It is a, a real pleasure for me, actually. I, I enjoy having those conversations with people because usually if I have to call somebody's baby ugly, I'll rip off the Band-Aid and then I'll follow it up with, but let's brainstorm how to make this viable. Like what does a minimum yeah. viable product look like? How do we test the market? So those are conversations that I legitimately love having with folks because it gets to let my ADD run rampant and uh, the creativity gets to flow. So this is great. Uh, Ryan, thank you. I'm certain you're going to be back on the show because we get to dive into all of the other topics that are unique. Um, Say the discovery. I want to tell the the audience more about that. Um, The discovery process all the way through execution, different coding languages that companies might need their app to be built with, why they should pick XYZ, all of the technical stuff that I can't answer. I'll need advice. So uh, this is excited. I'm excited about hearing you're interviewing other people because like I learn so much for our business talking to, you know, contractors or talking to plumbers or, you know, all these businesses, they have so much to teach us. And I'm just excited for you to be doing this so we can learn from, you know, what are the challenges that that these, these other businesses are facing. So thanks for, thanks for having me on, Ryan. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. This episode of Behind the Business Curtain is brought to you by Build Online. 
Build Online is your one-stop shop for web development and mobile app design, and they're ready to bring your app idea to life. Their process starts with a one-day in-person blueprint meeting where they get clear on your goal and vision for the project, and it ends with an MVP app that's ready to launch and market. Build Online offers you access to a full team of developers and designers, along with a dedicated project manager that will own your vision for the project and give you weekly updates, so you're never in the dark. At Build Online, they don't do project-based billing or long-term contracts. You just review the completed work and pay an invoice every two weeks, avoiding the traditional money pit model that may have bitten you in the past. Book a call with me at buildonline.io, and we can figure out a plan to bring your app idea to life.